0: on Local Now, Channel 525. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. That old Beach Boys song, <inaudible> "Bomberan." <Bom-bom-bom-bom-bom-bom-B-ober>
1: Listen, I don't want to help. The misinformation going out there. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night. Discussing and dissecting political talking points of both parties. Now, Macbeth, you and I were discussing earlier kind of the ignorance to the whole situation by a There's lot of people.
2: Many levels of ignorance, yes.
1: Many, many levels. For instance, uh, one thing, another thing I'm going to credit Trump for, because, you know, I like to point out when he does something I like, he has figured out a way to get the Democrat socialists to read the Constitution. It's phenomenal. Over these last six months, I have never heard more subverses to the Constitution quote the Constitution. Yes. So it's truly a benefit. And apparently they are all unaware that in Iraq, they are separate from Iran. Yes, and one in Irene
2: Indeed, two different countries. <laughs>
1: they are two different countries.
2: Yeah, I had somebody who is, uh, let's say, of a younger persuasion. I don't want to call him millennial. I think they're actually too young to be a millennial. All
1: right, let's just call him. Let's call him a pre thirty moron.
2: We can call him a her, and um, <laughs> this person expressed to me how it really made no sense to go after this guy because he was in his own country, um, which of course he was not. Yeah, because Iran and Iraq are not the same country, which he was made to learn. And Man, I don't, it's depressing. Um,
1: and she probably also doesn't know that we have been fighting a war, you know, much to give her a little credit. It's she, not really in the news, Well, but we are fighting a war in Iraq still. What was in the news was the fact
2: that our embassy was stormed and she was totally unaware of that. So she started watching news with Trump has, has killed someone, therefore Trump bad. This person must have been good, mm-hmm. um, you know, mass murder, worldwide terrorist.
1: And, and you know what? If you really look into who this cat was, he was really behind the scenes in the Almost strategy. everywhere. But in the strategy for the last 20 years, yeah, in particular in these proxy wars that we're fighting all over, right? right? Which has always been a beef of mine.
2: Yeah, a lot of people don't know Iran is essentially the driving economic and um, philosophical force behind Hezbollah, which is the, yeah. the group in Lebanon that, that fight in Syria that fights uh, Israel all the time.
1: And to the defense, a lot of Americans just... They don't know either uh, uh, exactly how it started. Right. Our, our hand in the ingredients that went into this There's terrorist soup while, yeah. right I mean we've, we've added some ingredients into this terrorist soup that have not uh, necessarily helped our cause. And you have a situation where this particular individual was not only disliked by his adversaries, he was disliked by many people in Iran. By a lot of the Iranians who are victims. Yeah, well, there's
2: certainly a lot of people afraid of him.
1: Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, he was a bad, bad dude. That being said, how is it going to help us to achieve what I'd like us to achieve, which is to stop bleeding, both literally and figuratively, with money? And what you see is, brother... We're just going to go deeper.
2: Oh no! Yeah, the, the deficit is is beyond anything that was uh, was turned in during the Obama years. At this point, we're we're just spending beyond any 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 comprehension of the human mind.
1: So now, as I've gotten into the radio business, as it were, I'm always fascinated by the fact that so many people. How you know much I
2: cringe when you say that. I
1: understand. So many people cannot understand. Two things can live in the same universe. Two things can be true in the same story. Many things can exist. In a, in a conflict and certain views, there are no, it's not one view, one
2: I, answer. I think you're implying that there's nuance, and, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but now that's racist, so you're a racist.
1: Correct. Yeah. So the nuance is, this is a good thing for America, and a good thing for the people who rejected the theocracy of Iran. Right? This is, he's a theocrat, he's a kleptocrat, he is a tyrant who was profiting from a very bad place to exist. So what we can do to make that a better place, in my opinion, may, it, it may not be the military or the economic strategy we're, we're implementing, but we should at least describe the goal. Yes. My biggest problem in all of these conflicts is no one has described the goal.
2: And there are some absolutely valid goals, like maintaining commerce through the Straits of Hormuz and, and maintaining the safety of merchant shipping through
1: the Red Sea and around the Arabian Peninsula. And it was the same thing with Iraq. Yeah. And it was the same thing that made my my, my me just cringe yeah. every time I heard the then, we're going back 18 years ago, yeah. the Bush Republicans talk about Iraq as if we only went there and killed Saddam Hussein, how it would be Cleveland. It never ceased to amaze me, the ignorance of what our government was well, espousing when it came into, they were they had a goal yeah. that either it was a lie from the beginning, which the Afghan papers tell me they have no problem lying to us, yes. it was either a lie in the beginning or an absolute ignorance to where they were going and what they were dealing with.
2: Now, be fair, have you seen Cleveland lately? Okay, they weren't that far off. Right. Um, <laughs> fair enough. The thing with Iraq that makes it even worse too is that not only were they not stating their clear goals it really turns
1: out in the aftermath they didn't have any and you're seeing that. and we're seeing we're here since 2002 Um, we're investing trillions and billions and this is where I'm going to say something I'm this is where when the Democrat socialist says it there is no answer for it other than to say let me just skip over it and go back when they say we've wasted trillions and trillions of dollars building schools, building infrastructure, building buildings in Iraq of a people that we don't know if they like us, we don't know if they want us there, and we don't know if we're welcome there. Well, we just got an answer today that everyone should be aware of. The Iraqi parliament that we insisted they put in place has unanimously voted for us to get the hell out of there. Now, Trump said just 10 minutes before the show started, Well, we're not going anywhere unless we're repaid billions of dollars. Well, who wins in that? Just who exactly wins in that? Because the one thing is for sure. A loss is a loss once you recognize it. A continued problem becomes something that you cannot repair when you don't recognize it. And the idea that we do not have an account for the money for the lives, yeah. we have no stated goal, and really, what is the objective other than that nonsense Bush thing of keep the fight over there, right? Isn't that the stupidity we're going to hear now?
2: Well, but yeah, and when, when you do this sort of thing, you actually push the fight closer to your own shores. So, Absolutely.
1: You know. Absolutely. So here's the other thing. What I'm not
2: you... saying it was the wrong call. I'm just saying that's the reality of it. You have to be prepared for the side effects and consequences
1: of these things. I'm saying it was the right call, yeah. and it was, it, it's the wrong objective. Yes. Those two things can be can can exist in the same place. We might be at the rare moment where you and I actually agree on something in real life. Right call, wrong objective, and and the other thing is Macbeth that I can't help but notice they have yet to state what it is. Even the p- proponents of it, Jim South Elgin, what's up, kid? How are you, my friend? Wonderful. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. A lot happier yes, than uh, what's his name, Al Badi Salalim or whatever the hell his name is. He's not having a good day. Well,
0: you know, now he's with his 72 virgins. Well, he did take it. He's going to get bored fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's too old for 72. I say you yeah. can't get through eight.
0: Well, you, you never know. I mean, right. we'll give him a little, sh- ship him some Viagra, it'll be okay. <laughs>
1: sure, sure, All right. I, if it's well, heaven, anyway, I don't, well, it's... you know, we were in the
2: in the nuanced. And, uh... First of
1: all, if it's heaven, you don't need it. But go ahead. All right. Well, it,
0: it depends. That's true. which that heaven? You're on. In your <laughs> anyway,
2: you Jim's a radio.
0: Uh, you know, back in 2007, a dear friend of mine's son died in Iraq, and he died with an IED that exploded under his vehicle. And I'm quite sure this guy who, you know, Trump rightfully killed might have been you know, responsible for that incident in terms of, you know, creating them, making them devices or whatever and doing these things. We had a lot of people die because of this guy, and not just us, but people across the world. So all these stupid and, liberals that are sitting there holding this. As guy, I hear death, you, stupid.
1: as I hear you say that, I hear that. I hear what you say. But are you are you taking away the, 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 the true another part of why that kid was there and why that kid died, is because of stupid policy? I mean, are we are we thinking about that? You said two thousand and seven. We went in in two thousand. We, right. we went in in two thousand and two. The sales right. pitch, the BS line spewed by the Republicans was, "We'll be in an auditor." It'll be like uh, the Gulf War, Part two, right? I mean, that's the way they told oh. me. So that, that by your own t- dates, yeah, it, 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 you're right. The people who fight our soldiers definitely are the ones who kill them. But aren't the people who have no idea of what the plan is and keep them there culpable? I think they are, Jim. I think they are. So let's not repeat that. Let's fix that. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We'll be back. You in Ukraine soon.
0: This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on A560, The Answer. Everybody
1: Give us a call if you're not watching Ricky Gervais. 312-642-5600. Now listen, McBeth, the beauty of my entire existence is I was an only child and I loved it. Every minute of it.
2: It's obvious.
1: Loved every minute of it. And I was able to, to pick my favorite relative. And I picked one. And he's like my brother, right? So he's older, and he has kids. Now, they're always going to be your favorites, because they're from your favorites. Remember for and what? He ball? has one son. He's my younger cousin. And he's my favorite, although he's gotten fat lately, and I don't tolerate fatness. Anyway, that explains your relationship with me. Anyway, he texts me, sends me a text. He must be listening to the show. He's like, take the oil. You know, this, this nonsense chant <laughs> that they do. Like, we're pirates. Like, all of a sudden, we're black We are. We came in there. Your and, oil is mine. See, he's young, though. He doesn't remember. Yeah. At the time... The, the challenge to, to what Bush wanted to do was, this is all about oil. In fact, the whole reason, we somehow ended up in Iraq, which nobody can give me a coherent link. And don't give me that weapons of mass destruction that they knew even beforehand, those were doctored photos. They knew. I never bought it. Every There was always counterintelligence. It was obviously a lie. As we now know, they have no problem doing As if we didn't learn it in Vietnam. But anyway... Take the oil it, 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 it you, you know what at least maybe there's some truth in that let's just admit that that's what it's about and just take everybody's oil then
2: well it, I mean, I I would mean admit it's ridiculous that, I would admit that if you know we had gone into Iraq and taken the oil, our lives would be better we should have taken their oil for the amount of money that we spent there right if, if we were there righteously if we were there justifiably Boy, we should have absolutely taken their oil until we were paid back those
1: two big ifs and then left those two big ifs yeah. Go back to the if exactly, and the reality that we now know is it was a lie. So can we at least show some dignity?
2: But if you now, want to look, if thing. you want an overt actually, and this real quick, if you want an overt uh, conflict for oil, look at Libya, yeah. because that's when the Europeans were actually gung ho on going in and removing a, a Middle East dictator. Was when the French and and, and British and and German and mm-hmm. Italian oil rights were at risk in Libya. Yeah, yeah.
1: But now here's the other thing: if they didn't intend on staying there. For decades, can somebody explain to me why they put a billion-dollar embassy? One billion. As if we didn't waste trillions, and we just completed that billion-dollar embassy, which is the one they attacked. Well, it
2: depends. Are we going to pretend that we weren't running military operations out of that embassy?
1: That seems to be why we were there in the first place, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I'm sorry, I have a hard time getting behind people who lied to me. I have a hard time with it. See, in my world, in the real world, you lie to me, you get one time, and like, that's it. We're I
2: like done. getting behind people who lie to me because it
1: beats being in front of them. In the meantime, you're talking about some serious money. John, thanks for calling the show. How are you?
3: Good, good, Sean and Georgia. Listen, I, I, I want to get your opinion on, uh, I, I guess I'm shocked at the way the, the media is bringing up questions like, uh, what is Iran going to do to harm the U.S.? Are they going to do cyber attacks? Are they going to blow something
1: up or whatever? It's like with friends like that, you don't need enemies. You know, John, and, uh, I agree with you, by the way, but I, I, I'm watching and I'm all, I, I don't know if I'm amused or disgusted at how the two parties are jockeying to see which fear they can control, which fear pulls better. Which one is going to get the people behind the political party? And what's clearly obvious is that they are two fear-mongering parties trying to shore up their base and secure other votes that were in the in the middle. I mean, I'm going to tell you something right now. To me, this is an obvious political play. That's all it is.
3: Well, and then, then the other thing is, I don't like how the media is saying, you know, should we have uh, should we have blown up this guy? This guy kills... Hundreds and hundreds of U.S. American lives, and, and and is plotting against the United States and our embassies, and we're acting like, uh, you know, like uh, two things, like, like we should have, uh, you know, protected
1: this. And this, you're right, John. Two female. things can live in the same place. Oh my God, he should have been. Listen, he there's no question about it. He plotted to kill our soldiers, and he justified it, and he was the enemy, and yada yada yada. And good thing that we're all better off. He's taken out. The other thing can be, we can use this, and instead of making good decisions off of it, we can make very costly, very expensive, not just money, but we're sending, you see they got 3,500 new, new kids going there? And do you see when they play the clips of these kids, Jen? We got shoes older than these kids. It sickens me, brother. That's what bothers me. Send the 35-year-olds. What the hell are you sending the 18-year-olds for? It's just stupid after stupid. That's the perfect segue to Mike from the north side. How are you, kid? That's not fair. Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) Macbeth. I need you to reach over and give him a slap. I am unfortunately in a different room. uh, Quit picking on overweight people. We could lose weight, but you're always going to be ugly. (laughs) All right? All right. Fair enough. I wanted to say, I don't know this guy's name, the general he shot in or killed in Iran. Soleimani. 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 Yeah, well, he looks like the soup Nazi. Those 72 virgins he's going to get. Are probably all going to be male, oh. so he's not going to enjoy it. And right now, he's number three in the Iowa caucuses for the Democrats, <laughs> behind Quid Pro Joe and the one
1: from Ver, uh, Vermont. Uh, I think his, his nickname is Flem for Klimt. Who was the guy when, when, hold on, Mike, when Hillary was running? There was a moderate ex Marine in Vietnam that was running for Webb? the ticket, Webb. Yeah. Do you Whatever happened to those kind of Democrats? Uh, they're gone. They're Republicans. Yeah. Do you remember that, Mike? When Webb? Yeah. Well, had,
3: I want to tell you, watch out what the Democrats want to do in Illinois now. They want to make everybody with a FOIC card be fingerprinted, put your picture up everywhere. But the freeloaders, the parasites who suck on the public aid, they don't have to be fingerprinted. They could have as many link cards as they want. Nobody checks it.
1: Yeah, you know, to Mike's point. Thank we'll you, Mike. Nice segue because what I, he he did I did want to talk about both the marijuana dispensaries, yeah, yeah, and the new the new FOIT regulations, yeah, and how they're using FOIT dates, FOIT cart dates, to come and confiscate guns if you don't renew it, and that well, renewal process it takes forever. That's and the it's issue. become automated
2: now. Yeah. You know, well, we the, no, it hasn't really, but it, it's a shell of that, right? But it still has to go through human hands. And that's I'll tell you what,
1: time. I live, I, you know, I live in Elmwood Park and uh, there's a dispensary that I didn't know about. Yeah, there's one in your town. On Grand Avenue, right? It was a medical marijuana. It was all lobbied up
2: before, you know. Is that pretty much all the ones that are open right now were ones that were medical places before, Correct. right? They're yes. the only ones who had the established license.
1: And they're in light industrial areas. Yeah. Which are not set up for parking. No. So that's why the lines are like around the corner. And you know, I'm watching this and it's all cash and it's, and you know, how long till they get drive-throughs? How about my neighborhood, brain? You know what I'm thinking about? <laughs> how long before they get robbed? How long before they get robbed? And then you see the nerds with their little bag, all excited to go tell their their, their friends they're cool, walking out with their ounces, of ounces. Showing the time, cameras. How much yeah. time before a guy walks down the street with a crowbar? Give me to. That's going to happen. We'll see. And here's the thing: the right? crime wave that will follow these dispensaries. None of it. They're like they're like the Republicans in the Middle East. Right. They have no plan. Here's you got thing. an idea, but no plan.
2: And, and you're right about the the theft. And they've had these issues in Colorado and Washington, other places where it's been legalized. There are still federal banking regulations.
1: You can't put the money in the that. Bank.
2: Stop right. So Chase or or Bank of America or, or any of these city banks, they're not going to touch you because the FDIC won't mess with them if they if they are involved in the drug trade, which is exactly what that would be. And according to the federal government, it's still a Class A scheduled, you know, narcotic. So. You can't use you, so all cash. The more you you're you either doing cash or you're doing, I guess, maybe a credit union or something like that. But you're still transporting a large amount of
1: cash. The more you realize, and I think it comes with age, we rely on these systems. We put names on it. Government. Yeah. Banking. Yeah. Regulation. These are morons. These are absolute incompetent morons that are making these decisions that we think are in charge. How much more evidence do you need before you see something as simplistic as this marijuana thing? The government in Chicago has pushed for a year to get it legal. Yeah. Yet, they can't figure out how to get the banking system to take the money.
2: Well, not only that, they don't even have have clear directives for law enforcement. So there are some, I know a lot of Chicago cops, and I've just asked them, just like, hey, what have you been told on this? Because I was just curious as to how well they had their stuff together. So some guys have said, "Well, if you're in your backyard, you're good because you're in your own property." And then some guys have said, "No, because that's in public view, so that's still illegal." So you know, and then the front porch question, right? So can you sit on your front porch and smoke? Some guys, well, yeah, you're on your own property. And some go, no, "No, no, no, that's in public Morons. view." Morons. And according to law, no, that's Morons. not legal. You can't even sit inside your house in front of the window and do it. So now, what's it? But these all- guys aren't being there's no there's no
1: single thought being taught here. We gotta have a uh, five sixty liberty hour pool because this is the first weekend, right? I want to know what is the under over on the amount of accidents, traffic accidents involved around pot dispensaries as morons are in excited to become intoxicated and there's no lo- there's nowhere to park your car. I, I-, I say it's got to be 70. 70 accidents this weekend. That's the under over three one two six four two fifty six hundred
0: you got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay. You know, not Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600.
1: And you know what's funny, McFadden? As bad as things are, I mean, you... I think it's going to be great for Trump. I really do. I don't think they're going to look at... You're going to look at... talking about the Iranian thing? I'm talking about the whole scenario, everything that's going on. You're going to look at Joe Biden and say, yeah, fill him in. (laughs) He doesn't know where the hell he's at. Or or Bernie Sanders. Well, on that level, though, I don't think
2: Joe Biden would have any hesitation to go ahead and bomb somebody for political gain. Just the same as as Trump or Obama or Bush.
1: My favorite thing about... um, Joe Biden is how wrong he's been for 40 years. Yes. <laughs> they could go back for 40 years of foreign policy. I was
2: enjoying just the other day uh, his little his little uh, on camera spiel about how having a gun for self-defense is stupid. How All you need <laughs> is a is a double barrel shotgun oh. and you fire a shot in the air, which, by the way, is, is is, you know, illegal. And so is brandishing. Um, But, yeah, you fire a shot in the air and they, they stay off. And now you got one barrel left and there's two guys. So you're now dead, man. Um, and I was just laughing at what he was saying. And then in the wake of the news at the, the you know, white settlement, Texas or whatever, the uh-huh. uh, church shooting, uh-huh. that it is absolutely an advertisement for concealed carry. That is the one thing that stops those events. And it stopped it almost immediately.
1: I mean, you, I think you, it, you and it's just, yeah.
2: When it you get with well, a guy like, or Gore talking about how we're going to be under ice in 10 years. And that was 20
1: years. Failure ago. and incompetence. Get you a promotion in government. It is,
2: and it's also self-perpetuating. It
1: is amazing
2: to me because if you can get enough people to repeat your failure and incompetence, they then uh, own it and they then defend it to the hilt, no matter how wrong they are.
1: You know that's why I told my eighteen-year-old, "You better go into government." Bart, thanks for calling the show. How are you?
4: (laughs) Hey, Daddy. Oh, I I dig you so much. You you. know, we disagree on uh, things occasionally, and you always make me think, and I have to reconsider my position sometimes because. It's reasonable. This is what it's supposed to be. But the thing that um, you were touching on a minute ago, it goes back to that Victor Davis Hanson, that brilliant piece he wrote, which is Trump kind of said, I've seen the elites and they're worse than you think. Yeah, that's true. Well, who looks at who looks at J.B. Pritzker? He's a billionaire. Who looks at him and goes, I wish I were him? Nobody Nobody. looks at that. Nobody. Rod Bogoyevich. And that's who's, so that's our leaders. These are people we would walk away from at parties.
1: Well, there has to be a way to correct this system to where we are promoting the least qualified, the most incompetent, and the most willing to look at our faces and lie than the people we see surrounding us. And I'll tell you, Bart, this is the part that gets me because we can never do it on the Democrat side, because with those supporters Honor. of Democrat policies have established throughout the years that they are very comfortable being lied to. They just want to like the liar. I always
4: well, thought what I like that, our with side them was that they go. They go. The answer to socialism when it fails is more socialist. Yeah,
1: but aren't we <laughs> I'm like isn't that kind of what we do when it comes to the answers with money, when it comes to the answers with war? Look at in each case what you're exactly right. I'm not taking away from your point. But look at the Republicans view when it comes to borrowing, spending and war. Their answer is always more of it. In every no, single ad- case.
4: If we don't address this deficit, then it's all going to be a moot point. It's going to be Illinois 50 times over.
1: And it's just it's just a shame because the reality is this is our shot, because when Trump is gone and there will come a day, whether it's in 11 months or whether it's in four years, there will come a day when there is no Trump. I have asked repeatedly at that point, what do the Republicans stand for? Because from what I can see, you've broken all of the principles and all of the fundamentals you said you were about. And it will, you know,
4: the other thing about that is corporatism. The thing I've seen when I was in in, uh, corporate America, they do the same thing in corporate America that they do in government, which is to say, you're going to crash this corporation, you're going to crash this company, then you're going to get a golden parachute, then you're going to get a consulting job because you used to be the head of, and I don't want to name any, I, I can name three corporations that a guy ran them right into the ground. Uh huh. And he's like treated like a genius now, and I'm like, really? It's is that how world. that
1: works, Bart? It's bizarre world. But here's a little tip. Thanks for calling the show. Here's a little tip: buy your defense stock now. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you what. Lockheed. How are they going to get out of any? All they're going to do. I was reading Boeing. I was reading the well, other day. We, we got eighty thousand troops. Yeah, Boeing. You're right.
2: No, not with the seven thirty seven max issue. They got oh, China, just, they got China problems and all. Oh, that's yeah. That's just one division right now.
1: That's like the Pritzker paperwork. That's we're, just we're not division. here giving any sort of advice. Yeah, right. Don't take anything <laughs> right. we say seriously. This is but, not yeah. the investment hour, although no. it could be. Um, but as you see, we've got eighty thousand troops in that immediate area, and you're you're now seeing you did the right thing. But the way that it is being portrayed, the vote that happened in Iraq today, to me, that's a big deal. And even as I hear Pompeo spin it, who I think is among the best when it comes to spinning the information or giving you the the, the, the direction we're going, he seems a little unsure and a little shaky to me. We'll play the clip when I get back, and I'll take your calls when I get back. 312-642-5600.
0: You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600.
1: Fastest hour of the weekend right here, baby. Does flat. I can't believe it. Uh, we will take your calls, so stay on the line if you're on the line. But you were saying something during the break. Yeah, we were talking
2: about the, uh, during the break. Uh, we were talking about people wanting to extend the lie and being comfortable in the lie. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about this guy, uh, we also we always called him Polish Mike, but he's actually a German guy, he was an older German guy. Fair enough. When the wall fell, and when the Iron Curtain came down, he moved to Poland and opened up a contracting business, figuring here's this untapped area where there's infrastructure needs and he made millions and millions and millions of dollars. Okay. But the problem he had was when he first moved there, which is literally right after, I mean they were still putting a democratic government together in Poland at this yeah. point, so it's you know 89 or 90, whatever that was. Maybe 91. 91. And and so he, he was having guys that were scared to come into work and work with guys who were more qualified because they felt they would be shipped off to a lesser job or mm-hmm. be created for lesser. They were so used to the system that they that they were scared to go out and work on their own merit. And and that was, I mean, it just ties me into, uh, you yeah. know, when you're talking about Illinois, people who want to be lied to, somebody who got that pension, and he goes, as long as I ignore the fact that this is going to, at some point, implode, I'll still get it forever. It's it's the head in the sand thing. It's just sort of depressing.
1: I'll tell you what. It's why I lose my faith in voting, too. Can I tell you that? Now, here, think about Illinois. You've got all these lines. You look at all these people. They're all waiting to get high. They're all excited about high. They're all excited about gambling. What is the trajectory of Illinois voting forward? You're going to have a bunch of high gambling degenerates now voting. It's just good to know know that Illinois residents
2: have so much disposable income.
1: This erodes. Right, exactly. (laughs) This erodes the, the the fundamental foundation and principles of independent living in in Illinois, especially the gambling. It's gonna be just these are bad. This is bad, and they don't know what it is. Justin, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, uh,
3: I agree. The Republican Party is definitely has no set of
2: core principles, but one party does, and that is the Libertarian Party. Uh, if they need if they're going to be a viable alternative to the Republicans. They need all the help they can get. So I encourage all the listeners to please go to lpillinois.org,
4: donate Sorry. to our ballot access drive. Please go to lpillinois.org slash join our party. I would be more excited
1: um, about this, Justin. And I'll tell you, I've been asked by for years. By yeah. libertarians for years to do their you know to go to an event and
2: all this and, and, I, and we aren't both of us are exactly in the libertarian wheelhouse a little we bit. are the guys who should wholeheartedly a be, little bit yes
1: but i cannot figure out for the life of me how the libertarian party lets absolute and obvious weirdos morons yeah. to the head of it and i'm sorry but that McAvee I mean, are you kidding me? You're going to present yourself as better than the Republicans? I love John or Mark. the Democrats. He's entertaining. And this scumbag, uh, John McAfee, was not nominated. No, but he was at the top. I mean, he's in all yeah. the things. He at the top, In the middle of no. a scandal of killing his neighbor. Place.
2: There's, but there's a messaging issue. I think is the point, right? You have to. You well, have to I mean, be able can't to just separate stop people from running for president. No. Well, you sort of can. But, but, you know, by, by just saying, okay, well, you're a little bit loony, just being publicly, you, you can't be friends with everybody
1: and still stick See, to See, here's them my stuff. problem. Now, Justin, I don't pretend to be giving you good advice because I, run several, he doesn't have any, I yeah. run several businesses that would probably do much better if I had a different <laughs> way of running them. Because my favorite thing to say to a customer is get, get out. out. <laughs> but you need to have a party that says to certain people, I'm sorry, you're just too stupid to be in the party. I think there needs yeah. to be a party that ostracizes morons. Yeah. I think if you start there, you will then attract better people. And after all, it's the better people that are looking to to better everybody that are going to save things, not the ones who are downshifting to keep the morons happy. As both parties are, if you look at the Republican Party and the Democrat Party, it's a fight for the morons. Yeah. And what they're both well, there's trying- morons in every
3: uh, political party. Um, but I, I just want to say that uh, if you're looking for a viable candidate in the Chicago area, check out Joshua Flynn for state rep. All
1: right. In the we'll 78th I'll check him out. Um, Thank you. I, we will check him out and we will look at it. It's nice. Here's, but the, here's the thing. My point too. is Go ahead. Go ahead. you have to have a I'm sorry. You with the spittle on your lapel chanting with with a guy's name on your hat. You're not welcome. Whether it's Bernie or Trump. You people, I am not encouraging to vote. Rather than not trying to, he's talking to you, Justin. He's ra- talking about the I'm people t- he talking kicks out in of the general. Yeah. Rather than just trying to rally and say, "Okay, let's the kooks go stand in the corner."
2: Yeah, yeah. but it's that's it's why I'm passe,
1: brother. That's why a guy like me can never run for. I think you imagine.
2: Well, and, and here's the other. There's there's two quick things. Right. The other thing is is in previous elections, I would always scoff at the idea of wasted votes. Oh, if you if you vote for a Libertarian, it's a wasted vote. No, because Illinois was a Winner take all state as far as electoral votes, and if it's gonna, they're gonna win by twenty percent or something in Illinois, it makes no difference. So, so voting Republican was a throwaway vote, also in that in that criteria. So, if you voted Libertarian, you might actually get them to the five percent, which would qualify them for federal funding. Yeah. But now in this cycle, mm-hmm. there's a number of states which are pledging all of their electoral votes to the winner of the national popular vote.
1: So you're you're, so, you're
2: undermining the electoral college system, and you're also completely ruling out. Support for third parties for people who are concerned about this binary choice that we have.
1: And I've always hated those people who say, if you don't vote, you can't complain. No, no, no. no I can complain. I'm sorry. You're dead wrong. Yeah. Because I'm the true victim. Yeah. I went in that booth and I wrote on, on 95% of the elections, not good enough. I think I picked two names on there. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what right now. It's like it's me. I vote even, no on all judges. I mean, I'm <laughs> getting to the point is I'm watching these morons cheer for each other. And I'm watching the morons who support the morons. And I'm like, you know, why waste my day? I'll go play golf. Why waste my day with the little to get the thing I voted? I mean, I know that's not the popular message to have right now. But until you people are going to give a, a viable option to those people who believe in American principles and freedom and liberty, what am I supposed to do, pick my favorite way of suicide? Not for me. Three one two We'll be back.
3: Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw.
1: Well, you buy a hat like this, i bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you,
0: though. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson,
1: An AM560, The Answer. All right, so it's a wrap-up segment, but we've got a packed four minutes. Yeah, we're going to get it in here. All right, I'm going to tell you why, because I said it earlier, and Macbeth reminded me. When Trump is gone, post-Trump, what's left for the Republican Party? Ideological I say, void. I say it's hardcore left. You're saying Look, center
2: left. I think they moved center left in, in the in the election post Trump. Yeah, whenever that is. If that's in four years or eight years.
1: So we are now a party of, of, of a management of a management of everything. The economy, the, everything has to be managed by government. Republicans have sat by and said, Okay, as long as we like the manager. Yes. So that's already your you downfield from where The old Republicans, the Reagan Republicans, Republicans. the real ones, the ones with small government, the ones go go and start your business, the whole nine yards, And then you have to run against morons like this. I'm Tom Steyer, and I approve this message.
0: I'm the only person on this stage who will say that climate is the number one priority for me. It's a state of emergency, and I would declare a state of emergency on day one. If we're waiting for Congress, it's not going to get done. Congress has never passed an important climate bill
1: ever the effeminate worried voice i can't take <gasps> idiot so <laughs> i can't i can't take it and it's always the climate the climate the climate and zero hedge today released in all of this chaos it will go undiscussed. but in 2004 in 2004 our department of defense the american department of defense predicted that by 2020 due to climate change we would all be destroyed. That's the fear. This is 16 years ago. This is our Pentagon that released this. It's in Zero Hedge. I tweeted it out yeah. for everyone to read. It's
2: not during the Obama years. It's we, not during the Clinton years.
1: This is W. Bush. Yeah. And it. you, you want to know something? The The money, the trillions upon trillions, the penalties, the stifling of actual growth of the citizens and business, it cannot be quantified. The damage that has already been done... By the eco-Nazi collectivist and the supporters. So the idea that the, this is why I want Trump to win. This is why I say it's very, very important. He is the last stop. The before, only stop. Before Republican and Democrat eco-Nazis are penalizing us for life. This is the trajectory of where we're going in our government. And it is a crying shame. But, I like that. The problem is we need to push from this side of the fence. Yeah. To make him and his, his surrounding people, aside from the Lindsey Graham, keep who, by honest. the way is Tom Steyer only a little more feminine. I, I, as the Boltons, as the neocon, Military Inc. push to profit and keep us distracted, this is the kind of stuff we need to send a, a message to other politicians that we do not want to be ruled by hysterical, incompetent failures. And do you
2: think that message ever get through?
1: Not anywhere but the Liberty Hour on Sunday nights on the AM, AM 560, the answer. Right? Or sometimes filling in. Or sometimes when I do the slap and tickle drive time or when I host with, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I host. You've been it, doing a lot of morning, lately. Doing then. a lot of morning with Dan. And, you know, I, we get in an argument. I love it. I love the argument. I, we we all enjoy that he fun. wants me to, he does me, that William F. Buckley thing where he wants me to say that the, you know, pick up a Republican you idolize. Does he want you to person. talk like
2: William F. Buckley?
1: I don't idolize men. I idolize actions. Yeah. Because you're not to idolize other people. Well, I think thing, this is important to me. I'd message. like you
2: to actually do a William F. Buckley uh, impression if you could.
1: I actually loved William F. Buckley's I like points. Your, yeah. I loved his show.
2: Can't stand his voice. The
1: way he spoke to people and when he would make his eyes go real wide, I yeah. wanted to reach through the TV and slap him. That's just <laughs> me. So that, I'm never a no, good Republican. We're on the same page with that. I'm not a good Republican, but I am a good person who understands what Americanism is, and it is not cultism. It is not demagoguery. It is fundamental freedom. And that's how you spread peace. You know, to me, I'd spread... I would be looking to spread peace, not fear. Easy for you to say. But I didn't like the Bronx Tale. He wanted to be feared. You didn't like a Bronx Tale? All right, it was okay. Wrong with you. It was all right. Not as good as good, fellas. Louis Beans. I think I'll be back next week, but I may be in Florida. We'll keep you posted.
3: I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.